In the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, the Lord offers us this encouragement. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek, a time to lose, a time to keep, a time to cast away. A time to, t- to tear, a time to sow, a time to keep silent, a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. And just to repeat, every, for everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven. One of the things that we need to come to terms with in our own lives, in our work, in our relationships, and in our church, is the fact that things change. Change is a natural order of things, and, and the reason for that is growth is a natural order of things. You see, in the world around us, we see it all the time. We see it in our children as we watch them grow. We see it in, our, in the trees and in, in the grass, and we see it in our pets, and we even see it in ourselves as we grow emotionally and spiritually as we change. You cannot have growth if you don't have change, and you can't have change unless the seasons change. And just as the seasons change, so do people's lives Their priorities change. Their work changes. Their situations change. Their families change. Uh, Their health changes. And we see it all the time. There are people in our lives that we experience seasons of deep fellowship with. And for whatever reason, that season changes. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. And it's just the way that things are. And, and, And the Word of God makes that clear. Seasons, things, people, situations all change. And our experience in all of these things change too. Not only do people's lives change, but ministries change and churches change. And for this, many people, it's probably one of the hardest changes to adjust to because there's something in all of us that tends to gravitate towards a set pattern, a set way of doing things. And because of that, the gravitational pull of the church tends to be toward insiders and what we prefer instead of what the outsiders actually need. And so we are ingrained in, you know, I like this method of preaching. I like this version of the Bible. I like this style of music. I like this particular song. I like this particular way of doing ministry. But let me just remind you and remind me, in the words of Pastor Rick Warren, it's not about you and it's not about me. It's about God. It is about coming to a place where we can connect together with God. It's about getting on board with his program and not trying to get God on board with our program. And and let me just tell you, God is at work here at First Baptist Church. He is rescuing sinners. He is restoring lives. He is putting marriages back together. He is growing disciples. He is pouring out his spirit, you know, in the lives of many people in this very congregation. He is restoring relationships. He is pouring out grace and peace. He is edifying with the word of God every week. God is at work right here at First Baptist Church, which means means God is growing things and and God is growing people which means things because of the, that's the way things are things are changing because the seasons are changing now sometimes things change faster than I want them to 
And sometimes things even change that I don't want to change. And sometimes things change that I assume will never change. But there are two unchanging facts that I can hold on to that give me comfort. Number one, God is the one who is in control of all things. And then number two, I'm not him. (laughs) And based on these two facts, my job is to trust him and get behind the work that he is doing, especially when things begin to change. Now, I talk about all this change this morning, not because I'm going anywhere, because I'm not. In fact, I'll tell you what I told my wife, Kim. I'm not going anywhere until God makes it absolutely abundantly clear that's what he wants for me to do. I'm not going anywhere until he moves me, so you don't have to worry about that right now. But I do want to talk about in all this change because there are people in our worship ministry whose lives have changed. If you remember Lee, he moved out of our community to Apple Valley because he wanted to be closer to his fiance. In fact, he's getting married next month. And I praise God for that. Now I miss him and I miss hearing his voice. And there are songs that we sing, you know, that I can still hear in my head the parts that he used to sing. But that season in his life has changed. God has used this time here at First Baptist Church to grow him and to, to mature him and to edify our congregation. And now he is moved on to somewhere else where God can continue to grow him. And I rejoice in that. I trust that God is doing what he needs to do in his life. And it's the same thing with Danny. Danny still lives in our community. and He's still part of this church. But he and his family have a lot that they're they're doing right now. Okay, He's in a season of his life where things are changing for him and his family. In fact, I think they're buying a house, and, 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 they're, and they've got some things that they're doing with their family that's keeping them very, very busy. In fact, it's one of the things that Danny really wanted to do, is spend more time doing things with his kids at this very young age. He really wants to invest in his family. And so the season of his life is changing. Now with that, First Baptist Church is also changing. And God, in His manifold wisdom and His limitless grace, began working on Johnny's heart a long time ago and getting him involved in the church and then ultimately getting involved in the worship team. And by God's grace and again by His wisdom and by, you know, um, as the seasons begin to change in Danny's life and, and it, so did also the seasons in Johnny's life and so did Hugh's life and also Brad's. And the cycle of growth continues, and, and, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm grateful to God for His work and for His plan and for the way that He's growing people and growing this congregation. Now, I say all that to say that our music ministry is also changing. We have different musicians and vocalists with different experiences, which means the sounds are probably going to be a little bit different. The tempo is going to be a little different. There are some songs that will be different. Now, we're going to still sing a lot of the same songs, but some things will be different. And that's okay because God's growing things and He's growing people. And guess what? God is growing me. And so what I want to do is appeal to you this morning, and I want to ask you to make worship, especially the singing part, about what it's supposed to be, which is about God. I'm, I'm asking you to make it about God and not our own personal style preferences or song choices. Because as one pastor famously said, worship's not about looking for an experience. It's about looking for God. And so regardless of who is singing and regardless of who is playing and regardless of, of the song choices or music style, it's about seeking Him. And with that, every Sunday morning, you know, all of us, Johnny, Brad, Sarah, Hugh, and myself, we all have one aim when it comes to worship. We want to help you come to that place where you can meet God and experience God in that brand new way. 
That's the prayer of our hearts when we meet to practice on Tuesday nights. It's the prayer of our hearts when we get here early on Sunday morning. And it's exactly that prayer of our hearts right before we come out here and begin to lead worship. We want you to encounter God. We want it not to be about us. We want it to be about God and you meeting Him here. What I'd like to ask is that you would pray for this worship team. Pray and give thanks for God providing such wonderfully talented people to lead worship. And give thanks to God that He has moved their hearts to serve Him in this way and take this ministry seriously. And, and, And thank God for the sacrifice of their time because it takes time. It takes several hours a week. And Sarah has been doing this for like five years. Okay, she's invested hours and hours and hours of time away from her family to help lead worship. So give thanks to God for all of their commitments. But most importantly, pray that God would continue to pour out you know, into each member of this team His Spirit. And that we would, would lead worship in a way that honors God and helps all of us to stand before Him in the throne of grace here on Sunday morning, ready to receive His Word. And so with that, let us continue and stand up and worship together.